The Super Speedway Podcast is a Dream Bigger Media production. For news, photos, show notes, and information about advertising on the podcast, visit www.thesuperspeedway.com. Welcome to the Super Speedway. Welcome to episode 177 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Monday, November 2nd, 2020. I'm your host, Eric Young, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. James, we missed a week, but we're back. We did. We got suspended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it finally happened. Uh, Freaking 72 hours of Texas uh, pushed us a little long, and then real life got in the way, and that was it. That was it. That's it. That's how it happens. When you got a Martinsville race on Friday night, you get one night to record, and that night gets busy. Um, guess what? There's no podcast. Well, so. and everybody got the bonus to iRacing podcast in the, yeah. during the beginning of the pandemic. So we're, I think we're covered with all that, uh, the, the drudgery that was iRacing at the beginning of this whole thing. Yeah, so. shoot. I mean, we, I don't think we hardly took any time off during the pandemic. I mean, we, we kept it going, trying to keep things going. This is the only thing we've missed, only week we've missed all year. Heck, James, James had a kid. And still made yeah. it on for partial podcast, although that was an exercise in frustration. That was, yes. <laughs> but, it was. Uh, but yeah, so last week we missed out. We got beat. And uh, we're back this week. Well, it happens, man. You know, it's, you know, we, this is not our full-time job. But, exactly. Uh, you know, if this isn't even a like job, it. James. No, I know. We just Normally, do this messing around. It can't be a job because we don't make money on it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, I spend got... a lot of money on it. <laughs> yeah, you have. Yeah, I know you have. You've yeah. got all the technical equipment. Um, no, but we've got, uh, we've got a lot to get into, man. We got yeah. two races. We got a championship to preview. Um, we've got some, uh, gosh, man, we've got controversy. Fantasy. We've got, we got controversy. Uh, controversy and uh, you know you know i mean man we got a lot we got a larson coming back yeah Woo. that's a fully loaded episode well let's this get like into it then content. so we're gonna start off with martinsville even though we missed texas we'll get to texas uh we'll speed through that but there were some notable things that happened there so it's worth talking about still even though we weren't here last week well, i've got things to say yeah there we go but let's start with martinsville uh we'll get it out of the way really quick because while it's a big story um, that Chase Elliott was able to win his way into the final four. It is not the big story in my opinion, uh, but Chase Elliott gets the win and we will talk about that in a moment, but let's first start with the biggest thing that happened all season, even with COVID the best team of the year, nine wins, 7.6 average finish. Kevin Harvick misses the final four. He was a lock. He was in just, what was it? Three weeks ago or something that I said, that I'm not sure that I like this system because nobody should have a guaranteed spot in the final four. Yeah, man. Well, you know what? Kevin Harvick just proved that this system is perfect. <laughs> yeah, he did. It's a tournament. It's a tournament. It is. And you know, I was going to ask you that James people. I know people are upset about this, but you're, you're a basketball fan. I know. I don't think you're super big into, into the college stuff, but um, I mean, how often does the one seed make the final four? Not, I mean, it's it happens, per- but yeah, it happens. But you know, why do people love the NCAA tournament? Because the big dogs get knocked out. Yep, and, and this, that's what happened here. This system—it's not like this was a surprise. There was—I mean, it wasn't a surprise to Harvick's team. They the whole knew race, he was. That's 20 the thing. Points behind. If if there was a fluke at the end of this thing that made this happen, I'd go, "Oh man, that really sucks," you know. But this—they yeah. sucked all day. Yeah, and the, you know this ties into Texas a little bit. I mean, what happened at Texas um, definitely yeah. plays a factor in what happened at Martinsville. I have an argument um, over that Texas deal. But this too, is, though, but. but this is regardless, Eric. 
this is the biggest collapse since this playoff format has started. We've had we haven't had driver. You know, we've had you know the eight win guys lose in the championship race, and hell, if Harvick gets to the championship race and loses, I mean, these guys understand what, right, this, yeah. what this is. Yeah. But to not make the championship race is a disaster. I of, would go uh, so far as to argue, James. Now, I don't know the full history of NASCAR. I haven't been, you know, I've been a fan of the sport my whole life. But and it's, you know, I'm, you know, I'm almost well, 40. Too. But so it's been a while. But I don't recall in my history, at least, and in the, the knowledge of the history that I have prior to me watching NASCAR, I don't recall a collapse this big ever. The, the closest the only, I could think of was Davy Allison in '92. Yeah, that's a big one. I would I would chalk up what happened to Carl Edwards in '16 as yeah. a. I mean, that was a as stunning as. Yeah, but he that made was as it. Stunning as the, He was in the as, final four. He was, yeah, but the moment itself was completely stunning. Yeah. At, at that at that moment, um, this Wait, was is, a, is that the Tony Stewart one or is that the? Yeah, that's no, that's the Johnson. That's when Johnson okay. won in yeah, 16. Okay. Yeah. Well, the Tony Stewart tie, that was a good one. Yeah. Um, but that was that was momentum building the whole way. That was right. Stewart on a on a heater. Yeah, that wasn't um, a collapse. That was just Stewart bettering him. That was and trash talking him and, and right. just verbally destroying him well, and trash talking himself to start with. I mean, he yeah, trash talked his own team think. and that got the team under him. So yeah, that, that, that <clears> moment in 16 with Edwards and Logano though, that one sticks out to me, but that was not a collapse. That was just a shocking moment. I think this well, that was, he got racked by Logano in, yeah, the, well, in, the, in the final is, four, you know? Yeah, I know. And, and had been bad on restarts all year and, and lost another one and tried to block him. And Joey, as we know, doesn't give up right. <laughs> his spots. Yeah. I don't, and I don't think you can him. call that a collapse. I mean, I, no, no, it's not a collapse. Not, not by any means. It's just this, this collapse itself is shocking yeah. to me. And I mean, even if, shocking. even if you look back at, at the Davy Allison season in, in 92, I mean that season he, yeah, they ran great, but they also wrecked a lot. They also had a lot of problems. Allison had injuries. And so I don't know if you could even say that was anywhere near this collapse. Yeah. I want to say I'll throw one more at you. 2006, um, Tony Stewart missed the chase yeah. in a different format, and that was really strange because he had just won the championship, um, and then he rattled off like a whole bunch of wins afterwards. But again, doesn't that does not <laughs> match what happened here? Yeah, I mean this this is a team that won in each of the first two rounds. Yeah, I know, and they just then, had a terrible third round. Yeah, just. Wow. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. And the chase win, um, you know, obviously chase winning moved things around because yeah. he came from, he came from elimination to take a spot. Um, and Joey Logano winning, you know, that threw a wrench into things too. So, yeah. I mean, let's, let's put it this way, James, this, this race, if you're NASCAR, if you created this system, this race gave you 99% of what you were looking for with this system. Oh, we, yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, we almost had, perfect. We yep. had the guy that was out of the four win the race to get in. He won his way in with Chase Elliott. Yep. You got the the lock didn't make the race. Yeah, you got which the, NASCAR has to like. You got the last-ditch effort coming out of turn four to try and get into that spot. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. In oh, yeah, too. we will. <laughs> I mean, you had everything that you wanted with and this had, system. 
and you had Keselowski and Hamlin mixing it up in there because it was separation yeah. by two by one and two points yep. all the way to the to the bitter end. And you couldn't um, look away. You could not look away from this race because the entire yeah. time we were talking NBC one or didn't two points. Didn't show chase. Yeah. Just didn't show chase at all. Yeah, exactly. I was actually pissed when they went to chase at the end because I wanted to see what Harvick was doing with. Yeah, we with knew Co- Chase had it. Chase had it. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, man, it was tense. That was as oh. tense as I, because I could not believe, as I'm watching it, I'm, I still, the whole race, I thought, well, Kevin's going to catch a break. Yeah, oh, pe- I totally was on, I was with he's you. He's going to catch a break. It's going to be fine. <laughs> yep. He's going to make up those positions. And when he got his lap back, I, when he got the lap back, it's like, yeah, here we go. It's done. Harvick's yeah, going to get gonna in. He's going to make it. Yeah, and, and the penalty to Kozlowski, I thought, okay, he's going to be fine. Right. He's going to make it. And, uh, and I'm watching 25 laps to go, 20 to go, 15 to go, and I'm like, Oh man. Oh man. Even at the <laughs> end gonna make with, it. with five to go, I'm thinking, when's the caution going to come out? There's going to be a caution. I mean, we did have the advantage of chase Elliott being in the lead. So what's the chances NASCAR is going to throw a caution, but right. And you know, <laughs> I, I was going to say too, I think the, uh, I think the four team messed up a little bit here by not telling him where he needed to be. I think so too. I think you should have, I think he should have known he was a point back. Yeah. I would not um, be happy if I was Kevin Harvick in that situation. Yeah. Yeah, because then you're screaming at him with one lap to go to go get it. And, yeah. You know. So let's not uh, – we'll get back in the, back to Harvick in a minute, but let's not look away from the fact that Chase Elliott did what he had to do. Not only did he do what he had to do, but he dominated this race aside yep. from Martin Truex. If Martin Truex wouldn't have had trouble, there might have been a battle at the end, um, which was I, I was looking forward to that, man. I wanted to see two guys that needed to win to get in rubbing and slamming into each other coming to the line for the checkers. I wanted mm-hmm. to see fisticuffs after this race. I wanted to see somebody ticked off. To me, that's the only thing we didn't get from this race was was a fight yeah. at the end. Um, yeah. But uh, which we, I mean, if Kyle wouldn't have left have. the premises so fast, we might have had one. Yeah, but well, if Kyle was still in the chan- ch- chance yeah. for to make the playoffs or oh, something, yeah. he would have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, Chase did everything he had to do and ran a spectacular race at a track that he's really good at. Um, so it wasn't really a surprise. But uh, but just heck of a day. And again, I mean, Truex did it, too. Truex did everything he needed to do until they screwed up with that loose wheel. But yeah, let, he was I, in position. But let's talk about Chase. Chase did screw up. They screwed up twice on pit stops. They had a slow pit stop and were, they had to come back in right to tighten the lugs. Yeah, yeah they had to come back in once. And then um, we had the uh, we had the pit stop where the jack man jumped too early and did something we none of us knew you could do and reset the penalty. And uh, there was no penalty. So wait. Yeah, way to go for the team there because that saved that saved him. That, that was a that Chad Knauss right moment without Chad Knauss. Yeah, right. that's the that's type just... of stuff Chad used to do. That's the type of stuff that Chad used to know is yeah. how to get out of those things when you screw up. Do you remember how much heat Alan Gustafson was getting earlier in this year and late last year for some of the stuff that happened to Chase? Yeah, but preparation, 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 right? Yeah. Uh, the team was ready. And then that moment, the, that Jack man, I mean, they lost spots because of it, but he saved the race. He was so quick to respond and go back, knew exactly what he needed to do. So let's talk about that for a second. James, are we good with that call? Are we, are we oh, okay sure. with that? Yeah. The penalty was served when he had to go back to the wall. That's a penalty. And, uh, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't score as a penalty, but it, it is what it is. But you know, the, they corrected the right. It's, it's just like, uh, you know, stepping over the line and reversing the car backwards, right. you know, things like that. Right. The it's, only it's argument that I have, and it's a weak argument because I really, I think that this is right. And I think this is the way NASCAR should police it. I'm good with it. Um, the only argument that I have is I believe this rule is in place for safety reasons. 
and to have the Jackman jump across pit road and then jump back across pit road and then jump back across pit road again is probably yeah. a little less safe than, sure. uh, yeah. than yeah. if he just does it right the first time. But, well, and you know, NASCAR has got to call it straight from here on out. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's, you know, that's the rule. We've seen it happen now. It's been called like it is. I don't want to, you know, let's not waffle and let's just make it, you know, that's, that's the rule. Go back to the wall and, and reset. Now I could see a way to overcomplicate this and, and do it like hockey and offsides and that, if the if the jack man goes too early, everybody has to reset and blah blah blah. But now I think this is good. I think I think the way it was called was perfect. I think the fact that they knew what they needed to do was perfect. Um, all out. I mean, I I'm happy with the way it went, and I'm I'm sure the decision was easier with it being Chase Elliott. Um, yeah, not to yeah. put not to put that pressure on NASCAR, but I I think that there's certain calls that go certain ways when it's a fan favorite. I think they're more careful with fan favorites than they are with others, and I think I mean. They're they're human, so you'd expect that, I guess. I'm not going to criticize them for it necessarily, but um, well, it's like uh, again, you like know, you said, it's like in any other if, any other sport, right? Michael Jordan used to get all the calls. Yep, you know that's what they used to say, right? Yep. So as long as they know. call it this way from here forward, and now everybody knows, everybody knows this. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. But like like you said, I, it, that was that was my example earlier in the day, or yesterday. Is if you if you go over the line, you back up before you service the car, you don't get a penalty. Yes. You yep. know, if you pass below the yellow line on a restrictor plate track and then, or a super speedway track and then give your position back. You don't get a penalty. Right. You're serving it. You're self-serving your own penalty. Exactly. If you blow through a chicane on a road course and you stop, you don't get a penalty. So at the Roval, right. That's, that's a big thing at the, at the last chicane at the Roval. And you can argue that they served a penalty there. There, there was a time they, 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 you know, it wasn't as big of a penalty. No, but they served a penalty. So there you go. And then, you know, didn't get an advantage from it. At least that's the biggest thing. Right, right. Yeah. And, you know, just to maybe cap the chase thing here, um, this dude has come so far oh, yeah. in the last couple of years. I mean, just, you know, I was worried about him there for a little while this first couple of years when he was in the 24 car. And, you know, he, he it just seemed like he just wasn't quite there yet. But that's, young, you know, that's being a young driver. Right. Um, right. But. You know, this win is just monumental for his pro- progress. And, you know, we'll talk about the championship and what, what we think of him as a contender now. Um, but re- regardless, I mean, he's stamped, you know, you know, he's stamping his legacy in real time right in front of our eyes. You know, this is, um, you know, this is, uh, you know, like Jeff Gordon breaking through, you know, Tony Stewart breaking through. Like this is his first real shot at a championship now. Um, and he's got a chance to get one. And it, I mean, it's just, you know, walk off home run, <laughs> you know, all, all right. the stuff, all the all those sports cliches you can think of. Uh, the kid delivered, uh, you know, when championship contenders all around were failing and fading. Harvick, Ham- Hamlin wasn't good. You know, the 19 team, they messed up big uh, when it all was on the line. One guy stepped up and just put a whooping on him. And it, uh, you know, it's a career defining moment. I mean, this is. You know, this is Chase becoming elite right here. Uh, you know, he we know what he can do on road courses, and he's won almost you know on every discipline now in his in his young career. But well, uh, you know, this is this is this is his this is next level for him. Let right me now. let me take it one step further, okay? So Chase Elliott it won his tenth race this weekend. That puts yeah. him sixty first on the all time Cup Series win list. That's yeah. How many Cup Series drivers have there been? There's been a lot. Sixty first. Clint, Boy- Clint Boyer's about to retire with ten wins. Yep. So he is tied with well, Clint Boyer's sixtieth with ten wins. Sterling Marlin has ten wins. Here's some other guys around him. Um, Tim Richmond only has thirteen wins. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Petty eight wins. 
Uh, AJ yep. Foyt, seven wins. Jamie McMurray, seven wins. Kyle Larson, six wins. Ward Burton, yeah. five wins. Alan Kowicki, five wins. You know, yeah. Jeremy Mayfield, five wins. Yeah, that, that Larson <laughs> number is about to change. Oh, yeah, it will. It'll, it'll change <laughs> next season for sure. For sure. As a matter of fact, he could be competing with that 10 win number by the end of next season. But very soon. Yeah. But I mean, that's just it's he's not a guy that lucked in. I mean, Ernie Irvin has 15 wins at 54th. I mean, this isn't a guy that's lucked into this position now. He's he's like you said, he's an elite driver now. He is in that company um, and now he's just going to build that resume because he's young. You know, yeah, now it's yeah. Now he's at the resume stage of his career, right? He's he's yep. got to you know, he's got to I mean, hell, if he gets this champion, if he can bank a championship at his age, you know, Kyle Busch didn't get a championship this young. No. Um, and, he, you know, he's got a chance to go out there and, and win some milestone races. And, and I mean, yeah. I mean, Eric he also year, wasn't racing Jimmy Johnson in his prime, but yeah, yeah sure. You know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but but there you go. He's right. racing Kyle Busch in his prime. That's so, true. I mean, you know, it's it, it all comes around, but That's you know, true. next he, year we're, he won how many more races than Kyle Bush this year? <laughs> yeah, quite, yeah, quite so, a few now. Yeah. Um, but you know, next year with all the road course races, I mean, he's got a chance to continue to add to his numbers here. Yeah, so yeah, six, I, this is that's six wins I, for I Chase just, Elliott next year. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I, I'm just so impressed with what that team did. Um, you know, Hendrick Motorsports is not the class of the field like it once was. No, but they're but getting better. They're getting better. They're getting younger. Yeah. Um, they're getting they're leaner. Gonna get they're, really good next year. <laughs> yeah, they got drivers on low salaries that are super talented, and and Chase Elliott, you know, leading the stable here uh, moving forward. Um, man, just huge. I, yep. I'm just so impressed with Chase. I'm just, I mean, that was big, big I, time. I agree. Um, so on the last lap, coming out of turn four, Kevin Harvick decided to take a last ditch. He called it a hail mary, uh, and turned Kyle Busch, and Kyle spun, did a 360, crossed the line, and finished the same position. Harvick wrecked, uh, finished several spots back from where he was going to finish. Uh, so instead of missing the play or the final four by one point, he missed by several. Um, yeah. What do we think of the move on Kyle Busch? Uh, that's what NASCAR wants, right? Yeah, it's, that's uh, okay. That's the cop out. What do we actually think about the move on oh, Kyle Busch? Oh, it's dirty. Bush? I mean, it's a dirty move. I, I think that this move, this move, this move cements an already an already pretty clear picture of how other drivers should race Kevin Harvick. And I, I get Kevin Harvick used to be the hothead and now he's the family guy and he's, he's the fan friend, fan favorite, whatever. This kind of gives me a Carl Edwards feel here in that Carl was the happy, good guy and everybody loved Carl, but Carl had a, had a dirty side. And so we've seen Harvick twice now in his career make, yeah, but no, listen, let me finish. All right, finish. Go ahead. We've go seen ahead. him tw- I, twice I'm in his career that. make, dirty moves like this to try and seal his spot in the playoffs. He did it at Talladega a few years ago. He did it here at Martinsville. It didn't work this time. It worked last time. We've also seen him rough up Kyle. It was a bump out of the way at New Hampshire when he won the race with him, but it also was was probably an unnecessary bump. And now let's reverse the roles here because a lot of people are like, well, Kyle would have done the same thing in the same situation. I don't know that he would have. Uh, So Kyle, (laughs) Kyle has, you know, he's got the reputation from the Ron Hornaday accident, that sort of thing. But if you really look at Kyle as a driver, you know, he got into Dale Jr. I still don't feel that that was intentional. Kyle's not generally a dirty driver. And I think the example of this, James, that shows you that Kyle wouldn't have done this is a Kyle was more worried about a win this year than he was about making the playoffs and making the getting winning the championship. And when he had the chance at Bristol to win a race that he should have won, 
the exact same guy who just wrecked him to get into the or to try and get into the final four. Kyle had a couple shots at wrecking him to get that win at Bristol and didn't take it. That's why I don't think Kyle would have done I, this. It's a big, a little bit higher stakes for this. I race don't. Than it I don't agree. Win, man. I don't agree. I don't agree with anything you said. <laughs> that that being said, I don't. I mean, I don't think NASCAR should step in or anything. I certainly no, don't think God, this, this no. should be penalized. I think this is something that should be policed by the drivers. And I think the drivers should remember that Kevin Harvick, when when put up against the wall, will make a dirty move to try and advance himself. Is that wrong? I'm not saying it's wrong, James. I'm not saying that this is the wrong thing to do. I'm just saying that that is the classification that he now has. That was a dirty, dirty, dirty move. I mean, of come on, it man. Was. Though, Eric, that was that was. I mean. He's, I don't know. He wasn't going to hurt Kyle. Chances of Kyle getting hurt in that situation weren't very great, but it was dirty. Yeah. I, <laughs> I would let's in my, let's put it this way. I know this is probably Harvick's last chance to win a championship. It very arguably could be his last chance to win a championship. He had the best season of anybody certainly should have been the favorite to win the championship was the favorite to win the championship should be racing for it on Sunday next weekend. But I still personally in his shoes would not want to get into the final four like that. I would, I would feel that cloud hanging over me. And that being said, James, if he would have gotten in based on that maneuver, I think he puts NASCAR, whether NASCAR wants it or not, he puts (laughs) them in a position that they have to look at that. I'd like to add to your, um, to your (laughs) defense, to to anti-defense here. Um, when Kyle Busch hooked Harvick on the front stretch at Darlington in 2011, I'll just, I'd like to put that on the uh, 2011. On the record, just for the record, remember when they got in their little fight? There, there there's and Kyle a difference, though. There's a difference. That was, that was, What's that? isn't that, isn't that what Carvick did? The pit maneuver on the front stretch? Did you, did you go to thing? the Donald Trump tr- t- uh, school of arguments, man? What, Let me talk, uh, dude. What's, what's more dangerous, 170 <laughs> miles an hour on the front stretch at Darlington or 72 miles an hour out of the corner at Martinsville? The difference what's is the, when you get run up the track uh, and you take yeah. a retaliatory move yeah. versus just yeah, blatantly yeah. taking somebody yeah. out. Yeah. That yeah, has nothing to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Look that one up. Look that one up. <laughs> no, the, I, here's my defense of Kevin Harvick. I, listen, Eric, it's a dirty move. You know, I can I'm mute your gonna... mic, by the way. I can just. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, I can I, just be I, the I, only I, one that talks. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows who's in control here. Yeah. Um, listen, it's a dirty move. We all can agree with that. I would have rather have seen Kevin do the bump and run type style. Yeah, I don't know why he didn't just run it. I mean, he's, I guess he had a little bit of ground to make up, but I yeah. feel like he could have dive bombed him into but, three. Yeah, but the team screaming in his ear at the exact same time that he's True. going through that corner, go get him. Um, yeah, you know, that's part of it too. But I mean, what is he supposed to do? Go, you know, take the Martin Truex Jr. Approach and just say, ah, he's gone. Do you know, not do anything at all. When you suck all it. day, like they did. I mean, or is Kevin Harvick just smarter than everybody else by saying, you know what? I need this point. No matter what, I have to face these guys in my shop. I have to get this point. And he's done it twice now. Like you said, he's done it twice where, you know, it's all on the line and he's trying to advance in the playoffs. Well, let's let's play a game. Let's, let's... That's why I say, and, and just to finish it off real quick, yeah. that's why I say this is a system problem, not a Kevin Harvick problem. I think he's not he's not a dirty driver. He's a he's a good driver that made a dirty move to try to advance. I don't think he's a dirty driver, but I think when his back against the wall, he has the capability of being. And, and, and I don't think that. Don't I know. They all? I, but Eric, a, don't they all? No, I don't know don't because let me let's play a game, James. Let's put different drivers in that position in this situation. Harvick. Before going into this, with that last lap, I knew Harvick was going to try to do something because that's Harvick. First, put okay. Alex Bowman's in that shoe in those shoes. Does Alex Bowman make that move? I don't think he does. Eric, Eric I think ninety percent of the drivers. I don't think he does. Alex, Alex Eric, Bowman doesn't make that move. Does Jimmy Johnson make that move? 
No. Jimmy Johnson doesn't make that move. I, I don't know. Ricky Stenhouse I, Jr.? I, Hell yeah. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. probably wrecked him going into turn one. Eric, does if Ricky Stenhouse Jr. has nine wins and 61 playoff points and is about to miss the cut at, at Martinsville... Um, I don't buy different. the argument that everybody would do it, James. I do not buy that argument. Eric, I, do, I don't, I'm not trying to change anything. I'm honestly, I'm glad he did it. I like, I'm glad that we got to talk about it. Yeah. I but, just, but I don't think everybody would have done it. Put drivers in desperate situations. They're going to, they're going to pull some crap. We've I agree. Seen it this, I agree. This is, this is, this position, this playoff, the, the system creates this, but I don't I'm agree not. that everybody would do it. I'm not ready to lump Kevin Harvick into the Clint Boyers of the world where they've done some really shady crap. This this is not on, again, this is not a, this is not a penalized thing. This is not something he should be penalized for. No, I I do think that if he would have gotten in on it, NASCAR would have to look at it, but I would still hope that they didn't penalize him for it. No, absolutely not. But I, I, this is not that category. This isn't Jeff Gordon wrecking Clint Boyer at Phoenix. This is not that type of thing. This isn't Kenseth and Logano, but this is, I don't know, it, it, it still, it puts an extra classification yeah. on Harvick. Yeah, Matt Kenseth ended somebody's ended somebody's championship yeah. chances and is loved for it. Well, and that's the, the thing is I have I have less of an issue of and something like this. that's the dirtiest thing I've ever seen. The thing is, I think it's it, Matt, what Matt Kenseth did. Yeah, oh yeah, I agree with you 100%. That's the dirtiest, that is the dirtiest move well, and, in the history of the sport. And I just said Kyle Busch wouldn't do this sort of thing, but what, what Busch did to Hornaday was the dirtiest oh. too. And that was worse. Yeah. But that being said, that's not Kyle anymore. And I think Kyle learned a lot from that. Kyle, Kyle learned the same stuff. Kyle had a similar situation to Larson in that, except Kyle didn't lose his job. He lost a sponsor for a part of a time, but he got suspended by his own sponsor. Yeah. His his sponsor. Yeah. His sponsor backed off for the rest of the season. um, But he was able to redeem himself. So I don't know. I it's dirty. It was a dirty move. Um, do yeah, I love I just, that it happened? Yeah, I'd love that it happened. Yeah. And I'm a Kyle Bush fan yeah, and in the end just, it didn't affect anything. So I just don't think it's a Harvick problem. I think it's a system problem. And I think Eric, this I don't is think it's NASCAR just wants. a Harvick problem. <laughs> NASCAR. No, it's not. NASCAR wants these types of things. Yeah, they do. hundred percent. They do. Yeah. And, and that's, now that's not to say they wouldn't penalize somebody for it because they still would. Yep. But, oh yeah. Well, and this transitions nicely into Eric Jones, not, not roughing up Denny Hamlin for that yeah. spot. You know? I actually have a problem with this too, James but not for the reason that you think. Oh, go for it. I want to hear it. I wish Jones would have freaking wrecked him. <laughs> I wanted Jones to say, just stick it to JGR and say, you know what? I'm not with you guys next year. Park me next week. I don't care. I got to ride next season. I'm uh, taking was, you out. Yeah. I was hoping for, <laughs> yeah, I was hoping he'd take the spot. I wouldn't necessarily want him to wreck him, but I was hoping he'd race him hard. I would have loved to see Jones just pass and wave out the window and say, Hey, see ya. I'll give him the bird on the way by. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I would have loved all oh, that. Just and strictly not because I don't like Denny Hamlin. That's not where I'm yeah, coming from. Same here. here. Same here. I like chaos. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that would have been chaos. Well, I, and I feel for Eric Jones. I feel he's getting the wrong end of the deal. I mean, it's business and that's what happens. And I think, you know, based on the stats and what we've got, I think JGR is making the right decision in the end. But it sucks for Eric Jones. And I'm an Eric Jones fan and I'd love to see him stick it to him. And I like JGR. Yeah, I do too. You I have know? no problems with yeah, I have no problems with those guys. And yeah, I mean, we've we've talked plenty of times on how much we like Eric Jones. I mean, I um, I watch NASCAR anymore. Like I used to watch like Big Brother and Survivor. Though James is, I I just want everybody to hate each other. I don't like this friendly <laughs> stuff. If they yeah. all hate each other, yeah, all like mad, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm good with. So, but no, as far as as far as uh, what he did, I don't think Jones did anything wrong. 
No, company man. That's yeah. what teammates do. I mean, they, you know, it does. It happens. Eric, every single race, teammates are giving other teammates slack. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, and, look at look at restarts and how many times teammates have let teammates in. You know. Yeah, of course. There's points handed out from teammate to teammate every week, and. You know, like, you know, we talk about Harvick dumping Kyle Busch. He easily, you know, Stewart House Racing could have easily waved Clint Boyer and, and Eric Amarola down pit lane. Yeah. You know, it's and then gotten a whole bunch of crap for that. So you get into really sticky territory when you start talking about influence in the finish of a race, because everything oh, yeah. we do influences the finish of a race. Absolutely. I mean, Chase Elliott influenced the finish of the race. He won the race. He, he went out and passed everybody. I mean. So yep. where, where do you draw the line? It's tough. I mean, when, when something happens like what happened with Boyer and they've got all the evidence back in the day, I mean. Well, the itchy arm, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they had to call that, although still Jeff Gordon getting in the playoffs. I don't know. but Yeah, uh, that was a dis- yeah, 13 cars was in the playoffs of a 12 In a 12-car <sighs> playoff, yeah. Whatever. But uh, we don't need to go back there, thankfully. Um, but, no, I, I think I think no calls on this. I Again, I think, uh, although I don't think NASCAR's made a ruling on the Harvick thing yet, I don't think they should make a call They're not there. Going to, yeah, they won't do anything with Harvick, yeah. and they shouldn't do anything There's, with Jones, and they didn't, yeah. and they didn't. So Yeah, I mean, so. Um, what else? You, I, you, well, have in the, to, you have in the notes the greatest meaningless season ever, which I think we've already kind of discussed that, right? That's Harvick, yeah, that's yeah. all. Yeah, I mean, nine wins, Eric. It really is. And, uh, it is a meaningless season. Meaningless season for and Kevin like, Harvick. Very likely, very possibly his last chance. Could possibly be. We don't know. I mean, this this car's coming back next year. Maybe he runs it back one more time. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. I guess Hamlin put together a better year his second run through. So maybe, yeah. maybe Harvick. I mean, can... Harvick's a contender every year until he's not. Yeah. I, you know, well, so we'll is see. J- so with Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> yeah. And championships are fleeting for these guys. Yeah. You know, it's very tough to win them and to not even have a shot at it now. Do you and think like that a, this shows like a, that it's harder to win them now? That's what Harvick said. Yeah, it, and I agree with him. It is harder to win them now. Yeah, of I course. think so. Of course. He would have – I Nick Brownberg, I, I actually did, I wasn't happy he tweeted this, but he said, well, if it was the old original point system, he'd have clinched at Texas. Well, you not. know, we're still doing that after 17 years. Right. You know, like it's been changed for a long time. It's harder to win the championship than it used to be, but I think that's a good thing. Yeah, we've got a lot of parity. And, you know, again, I the, my argument against this system was a couple of weeks ago that I thought that you could get locked in too easily to the final four based on your Apparently regular not. season performance, and obviously yep. you can't. So this is perfect. Harvick had every advantage that anybody could have to make the final four and didn't make it, and that's yep. fair. There was a chance that we had Harvick and Hamlin miss this championship yeah. race. There was, I mean, that, that was in play there yeah. for a while. That's yeah. just crazy. It was just crazy. Yep. Um, I did want to, I did put in the notes real quick though, that Keselowski, I thought he drove, they had that penalty on pit road, which is his fault. Mm -hmm. Um, but Eric, his drive to the end to finish that race was just some of the best. I I mean, just, I mean, a controlled, not just moving through the field under pressure, controlled aggressive. Yes. I just was so impressed with Brad late in that race. I mean, I, I mean, they had him on camera obviously because he was, he was the cut man um, for Kevin, but he's got it. He's got to be the favorite now, right? <sighs> well, we're going to get in there here pretty soon, but yeah, it's a, I think we've got Penske one and two Yeah. Um, coming into, coming into Phoenix, but yeah, he's going to be tough. He's going to be a problem. I think he's definitely got to be, everybody needs to be watching for him because not only, not only is he good on, in this package, not only is he bringing a car to Phoenix that is, has been excellent for him. Yeah. Um, not only is he on the same tire that they ran at New Hampshire, that was perfect for him. Um, but he, they're also peaking at the right time. 
I mean, yeah. so yeah. You, you can't ask for much more. And I mean, that, you know, that dude behind the wheel, he doesn't get the credit no. of like a Kyle Busch. We've talked or, about it know? before. He's a really underrated driver for what he's he is. He's one of the greats of his time. Yeah. And he, you know, he just doesn't, he, you know, he doesn't get the recognition. But, you know, under pressure, when that, when that dude's backed against the wall, he makes some pretty remarkable drives. Yeah. And he did it again on Sunday. It's, he's not going to, you know, he doesn't win the championship. We'll forget it someday. But if he wins the championship, it's because of what he did Sunday, because he drove so, I mean, just perfect down the stretch. Didn't have to win the race, just needed to get the spots. And he got every damn one that Bra- he needed. Brad Keselowski's in Kevin Harvick's spot. Does he exactly. spin him? Does he spin him? <laughs> he might. I don't think he does. <laughs> I think he does. I don't think Keselowski does it. I think a lot of guys do that. I don't think there. he does, James. Oh, don't man, think gonna so. Debating us all off. I'm gonna every time you talk about a driver that is respected, I'm gonna throw him into that situation. <laughs> Brad Keselowski, by the way, 24th on the all-time win list, 34 wins. <clears throat> yeah, he's uh, That's he's pretty no good. It's pretty yeah. good. Yep, and he's on a one-year deal. <laughs> yeah, right. He is. Yeah. He has one more win than Fireball Roberts has. Yeah. Two more <laughs> wins than Dale Jarrett. Two more wins than Kurt Busch. He's got more wins yeah. than Carl Edwards. Yeah, two more wins than Dale Jarrett, and he's got one uh, one equal championship. So yeah, he's ahead. Maybe of, two here. He's maybe ahead two. of. He's ahead of, ahead of Martin Truex Jr., Dale Earnhardt Jr., Joey Logano, oh, Ricky Martin Rudd, yeah, Terry Labonte, Jeff Burton, Bobby Labonte. Yeah, Martin he, Truex Jr. tried to catch Brad Keselowski lately, but uh, yeah. you know, this the, yeah, second this place year, finishes don't count toward. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Martin Truex yeah. Jr.'s team was nice enough to wait. Or to to um, choke one race earlier this year instead of waiting until the final to do yeah, it. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, it yeah, sucks. I mean, it sucks. Yeah, it's I really I run I wanted to see Truex. Well, I wanted to see him win because he was my pick. But yeah, you did pick him. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, I I don't know. There was a point in that race, James, where other than Harvick, I was really good on fantasy, and then it just all went to crap. It did. I yeah. had like four guys in a row running top four. It was well, and I'm really dumb too because in fantasy I picked Chase Elliott to win the race, and I when we did our picks via text, I picked Hamlin for yeah. some dumb reason. I don't so know I'm why you chains. did that. Not smart. Yeah, just not smart. Yep. Um. All right. Anything else with Martinsville to discuss? Oh man, there's, there the was so much. Too. Great race. Just fantastic. Keep the keep it where it's at on the schedule. I love it. Yeah. Perfect. Um, William Byron knocked the wall down. You don't hit much harder than William Byron hit the wall. Yeah, um, that was oh, a big hit. What about uh, what about Clint Boyer just dumping uh, <laughs> dumping his teammate? Yeah, that was. I felt like that was all Clint's fault. And then he got mad at Eric. Yeah. I don't know. I, and then know. they finished seventh and eighth. Yeah. No. I mean, I think that's a situation where Clint's like, "I'm not coming back. I don't care. I'm not going to take your crap." You yeah, know, for like sure. Said, I, I talk to Clint's this guy fault. ever again. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I that thought was, that was funny. That was classic Clint. I'm trying to think of if there was anything else that really stood out. Um, if if Clint's in Kevin Harvick's position, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he, takes he wrecks out. Kyle. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He wrecks Kyle in half the field. Oh, for sure. Instead of instead of taking the corner, he just drives right through the infield and just wrecks everything. Oh, for sure. <coughs> He's he is a chaos. But he'll do it with a smile on his face and laugh when he comes out of the car. Yep. So. Yep. <laughs> Um, all right. Yeah. I don't think there's really much else to talk about. Um, you know, some mid mid pack finishes stuff, but I mean, obviously the big story of the day was chase Elliott and Kevin Harvick. Um, so I think we covered all that. So let's talk Texas really quick. Um, speaking of Kevin Harvick, we'll talk about him a little bit more, but first, uh, Kyle Busch, Kyle Busch gets, keeps the streak alive. James gets his win. Uh, yep. 16 seasons in a row, right? 17 now, 16, what 16, is it? 16 in a row. And as far as I can tell, that is one of the longest with, uh, Johnson. 
Yeah. Lane Johnson went, went 16. So Kyle, yeah, that, Kyle's got a chance to extend that streak to 25. Let's be, I mean, let's oh, be honest. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, I, there, he doesn't have another season like this next year, right? I mean, I, I guess we're running the yeah. same car, but it's more fun when Kyle's, you know, arrogant. Yeah. You know, he was definitely, uh, you know, he forgot to bow. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long, it's it been was, a long it was year. kind of fun to see him a little bit humbled and, and, you know, at the, at the finish line. Maybe he needed it, Eric. Yeah. You know, maybe. It happens to the best drivers. I mean, they all have a weird wonky season. I mean, you know? Brexton had won before Kyle did this year, so yeah, he did. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he did. That's gotta. That's gotta be tough. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. He, um. Yeah. It was just a weird season, but you know, you said it. You you kept. I was pushing back on you. You mm-hmm. said I. I think he's gonna do it. And I just thought, man, he is so far away from winning a race but it's funny that that it happens at texas and and i don't think kyle draws this conclusion but texas has been a really bad track for kyle in his career this was where he got suspended after wrecking hornaday in the truck series this was where he got got parked for uh flipping off the nascar official and all that crap that he did then i mean this this is a bad track for him he has imploded at texas many many times so um, but he's won there before too. So, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's an impressive streak. I, you know, <coughs> I hope that he comes back next year and, you know, puts together. So, I mean, he's had, you know, it's not, not like he doesn't have one win seasons on his resume. I mean, he had a really bad 2014. Um, he had a really bad 2012, I guess, considering. So, you know, I, he's got these weird wonky seasons in, in his, on his resume, but yeah, he's, uh, I think that team's going to look different. I mean, it doesn't sound like, I mean, it sounded to me like Adam Stevens is already out the door at the end of this year, yeah. by the way, Kyle was talking after that race. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. I think that team's going to look a lot different, but yeah, I, I hope he comes back and is at least, you know, somewhat of, of the Kyle Bush we've seen before. Cause I, I like that sports more fun when you've got, you know, Kyle, yeah. you know, up, up there winning races and, and making everybody ticked. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Yep. Um, and I like, I like the fans being a little ticked off too, cause he's winning races. So, yeah, I mean it, this year wouldn't have been as much fun cause you wouldn't have gotten all the booze, uh, with no fans in the stands, but, uh, yep. Yeah. So his, his 2020 resume, he's got three truck wins, Eric, and five starts. He got one Xfinity win in five starts and now he's got his cup win. So he's still, he's still adding to, you know, his whatever, what was it? 212 total wins now. Well, um, let, let me take the negative Kyle Bush view. Um, in 2020, he missed the, missed advancing in the playoffs and he lost the bounty in the truck series. So he did lose the bounty. Yeah. Remember that? Yep. Oh, yep. that was, that seems like it was a forever ago. Long Holy time ago. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah. All right. Um, we had a hell of a rain delay. At yeah. I think, yeah, that played a, you know what? That rain delay played a role in Kyle getting that win. I think. Yeah, I think so too. And, um, I don't know that we probably even should have started that race. Uh, I think Kevin Harvick probably would argue we shouldn't have ran as long as we did. Yeah. Um, but here's my argument on the Kevin Harvick deal. Kevin Harvick hit a wet spot, got in the PJ one, hit the wall. Um, but 40 drivers started that race. 40 drivers went through that same corner. Yeah. And only one hit the wall. Um, Hamlin had trouble too, but Hamlin didn't hit the wall. Um, so, you know, it, it sucks, but everybody was in the same situation yeah. Harvick was. So I don't find it unfair to Harvick, um, any more than it was unfair to everybody else. Harvick just happens to be the one that hit the wall and, I yeah, he can he can believe. pinpoint it, but I don't I don't think Harvick Harvick didn't play the victim on it. Harvick didn't blame it this weekend. On, no, on they that. had a, they were up to like eight at one point yeah. in that race before they faded again. But yeah, they they patched the car, but it was definitely not the same car that uh, you know obviously it was when they started. Well, the supposedly race. They were, that was an undefeated car. 
Too. Yeah, well, so. and you can make a you can make a the best car in the world look look pretty mediocre when you slap the wall like he did. Yeah, he had and, it pretty uh, good. Yeah, and then and the, you know the water doesn't like the PJ one; it doesn't soak in. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it turns into oil slick basically. Um, yeah, maybe that's yeah, an I argument was, not to put PJ one down on a track. I don't know. Well, I was looking at the on car onboard cameras, and I'm just screaming like, "Why are we going green? It is so wet." Yeah. I just could not believe it. I, I honestly could not believe that NASCAR dropped the green flag on it. I mean, that reminded me of the all-star race back in the nineties. Remember that one? Yeah. Where they wadded them all up in turn one yep. and they let the, you know, they let the, the teams think, break out their backup cars. I think the biggest thing was this, there was no, nothing in the forecast for this, this mist. Um, it wasn't on the radar and NASCAR figured they were better off keeping the track warm because it was going to go away. than they were to throw the red and park everybody. And until waste a bunch of time. So flipping Wednesday. Yeah. Till Wednesday. Wednesday. You know, what I, I, I would like to know on a track, a race that had very few fans, how much money was spent by that facility? Because SMI has to pay for those, um, for the all the jet dryers and the, and the Titans yeah. and the fuel and all that stuff. I wonder how much money SMI paid to dry that track because those oh, things ran non-stop for three days man and it was just the weirdest misty rain deal that we've ever seen it was crazy and nascar right. was having some fun on the radio talking about the employee 500 and stuff so i mean everybody was in pretty good spirits for what we were dealing with oh it was terrible man it was awful i mean i i lived through the michigan one well i was there man <laughs> yeah i was at that race i lived through sunday and then went home um i didn't stick it out for the other two no. days I showed up on Tuesday. We ran 10 caution laps and they parked them because the fog got so bad. And we're like, we are never leaving this track. <laughs> and I think that is as close as we've come to what happened on Wednesday because, or, you know, that was just. Well, and the best thing is they got them all in. Every they got it lap. in. They got the race in. Yep. I mean, it took forever, but they got it in. Yeah. So, yeah, if Carvick doesn't hit the wall, it's all, I, you know, I don't know if we're having the conversation we had about Martinsville at yeah, all. I, I think agree. he probably wins that race. But yeah, that's, probably. that's Eric. We're going to chalk it up to that's racing. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Even in the rain, a couple other notables in that race, Christopher bell with third place finish and a car that could have potentially yeah, won that good. race. He, yeah, was, he was good. He was excellent at that bodes well for him moving over to the, to the big team next year. Um, Bubba Wallace, Matt Kenseth, man, they ran what a lap after yeah, the rain you know, delay. After- 72 hours. Yeah. Yeah. And wreck. Um, Bo was pretty ticked off. It wasn't Kenseth's fault. Some people wanted to blame Denny Hamlin. It wasn't Denny Hamlin's fault. Kenseth got loose and Hamlin had nowhere to go. And there you go. So Eric, this is, uh, this is how we write the last chapter on Matt Kenseth's cup career. Yeah. Yep. Really, really bad. Yeah. This whole season, man. He had a couple of bright oh. spots and otherwise it's just not well, been we, good. We didn't even talk about what he did at Martinsville, <laughs> cutting down Harvick's tire. That helped, that played a yeah. big role in, in what happened. <laughs> so I true. guess he was a factor at some point. Yeah. You know, Kyle Larson has more top tens than him this year. That's funny. Oh, that's rough. What a bad run. That's what really a bad rough. run. That's rough. What a bad run. I feel vindicated on how bad he's been. Yeah, you're right. You, you won that battle. 100% he did almost win the brickyard, though. I should we should That's caution true. everybody. He did. He was he was right there for the brickyard. Yeah. Um. I don't think any other surprises with Texas. I mean, it was it was pretty much a race. That I was mean, just survival. Yeah. That race was survival. Yeah. So. All right. Uh. Let's well let's let's skip the championship four. We'll run through the news real quick, and then we'll get into the championship four with, with our picks. Yeah. Let's right, bang James. it out. Let's bang it out. All right. So news. 
Um, I mean, this already is everybody's talked about it and it's really not a big deal anymore. Um, and it really wasn't when it was announced because everybody knew it was going to happen. We talked about it multiple times in the show, but the only thing we didn't know was the car number. Kyle Larson's going to go to Hendrick in 2021 multi-year deal. He'll drive the five car. Um, no sponsors yet announced. Um, they retire the, well, they don't retire it cause you don't retire numbers in NASCAR, but the 88 goes away. Five car will replace it. Um, I mean, we knew, we knew it was going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. I think, like we said, I think Larson comes out strong next year. What do you think, James? Yeah, it's going to be good. I think there's going to be a little bit of a, you know, he's going to have to kind of, you know, relearn some stuff after yeah. being out of the car for so long. But um, he's a pro. Is he really? Driver. I mean, he didn't really have to. Uh, what did it take him, like a week to learn the sprint car again and go out and then yeah, win? Yeah, I mean, I know. He's great. No, I mean, he's a great driver. There's no doubt about it. Uh, you know, he's he's going to be in better in equipment and... than he was at CG, CGR. Not only that, but he's also, when Hendrick is, you know, excelling again somewhat. It's coming Eric, at the perfect time. Throw, uh, we threw a pandemic. We had Larson um, have his issues, and the whole world changed. Yep. But Larson to Hendrick was going to happen regardless. Yep. It's just that Rick got to put, you know, a couple less zeros on the check. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's really. I mean, this was gonna. This was bound to happen. I think. Um, uh, Larson's, Larson's been on several things. Uh, he was on Dale Jr. Download last week, um, along with Rick Hendrick. Um, apparently Jeff Gordon had a lot to do with this deal too, which doesn't surprise me. Um, he loves Larson. Yeah. Loves him. I mean, yeah. who, I mean, why wouldn't you? I, I mean, this, this is a guy that again, we, we have not seen, I, you know, James, we, I think we declared maybe this season or last season. I think we declared that, that we were finally over the Larson, um, fanfare. Um, but I still think, I think there's a lot here to this kid that we just haven't seen yet out of him. Yeah. Yeah, and now think, he's got a, he's got real equipment. I mean, that yeah. CGR team is always up and down, up and down. And yep. and look what look what happened to that team when he left. Yep. Yeah. You know, I, I know. I know Kurt. I know Kurt's done some stuff, and Kurt's a great driver. Um, but I mean, when when Larson left, that team is it, not relevant. Yeah. Anymore. So. I agree. You know, he's going to do well here. Um, I mean, this sets him up. I mean, this is it for him. You know, championship or bust for this guy now. I mean, they're the. The ceiling is the championship and everything else I think is disappointment now because he's, this is it right. for him. Great I, driver, great team. I mean, I, I'd already felt that he, he'd served his time, um, but hearing him talk and hearing some of the stuff that he's done, um, especially during the pandemic, even I, I think, you know, he's, he's on the right track. He's doing the right stuff. I think he's sincere um, and I'm happy to see him back. Yep, and we should note that he's not allowed to drive until January. Ah, like that's, yep, he's still, yep, he's still suspended. But not suspended, I guess, or whatever it is. Yeah, I think he technically be suspended. He was indefinitely yeah. suspended for NASCAR. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, so suspended until January 1st. But they wanted to let people know he's coming back uh, so he can get sponsorship lined up. Um, and I think he will. I mean, he's, you know, Chevy seems to be back on board. Um, and looks like he's got some uh, some heavy hitters in the CEO ranks that are w- willing to, you know, fork over something to, yep. to put their name on his car. So. Um, you got a note here on Bubba Wallace. I'll let you get to that in a second, but I wanted to, there's, there was some Bubba Wallace news this week too. Um, at Texas during the rain delays, he decided to have a little fun with, uh, the commentators and suggested that everybody had assumed that the number was going to be 23 on the car from the 2311, uh, racing team, but that nobody had announced a number yet. And everybody started checking the, the tweets and checking the announcements and wait, did so they good. announce a number? He was just trolling them. It's just Bubba. Um, but we did learn last week that uh, that the uh, 2311 team will uh, be 
will be a Toyota, Toyota car, and, and yeah. support from JGR, which I don't think, again, that was about as... No surprise. About no as surprise. secret as the Larson deal, but uh, but yeah, so that was confirmed. And the, and the car number, uh, not a surprise? Yeah, uh, 23, big shocker. Yeah, I um, love that car. The car Look looks good. I, I hope that it actually looks like that, and that's not just, you know, maybe... Whatever sponsor they slap on it will fit with that scheme because it's a pretty sweet looking scheme. I love the uh, the font they chose for the twenty three as well. Yeah. It's just the uh, it's I'm so excited about this. It's good stuff. It's so good. good stuff. I ho- I hope to see Bubba come out and contend. I really do. I think this year next year is going to be a learning year. I don't think we should expect him to go out and win the Daytona five hundred. Um, but I, he's going to have some horses I underneath expect the some hood. Stuff. I expect some yeah. stuff from them next. It's year. It's going to be so. yeah. The first year is going to be a bump, but. Yeah. Um, you know, and if they and if they get their stuff in order for 2022 with the new car, uh, they'll be just fine. Yep. Decent, a good driver. He's a good driver. Listen, we're not talking about Kyle Larson here, um, but this is a good driver, talented young guy, and uh, you know, with the Gibbs stuff and Toyota TRD under the hood, um, you know, we he's he's going to have as good of a shot as as a lot of guys out there. And he's now the most well-known driver, right, James? Yeah. Yeah, there was a survey that said that, uh, you know, that says that, um, you know, people who don't want, you know, there was the diehards like us, Eric, right? right. We know everybody. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, 42% of black adults say they are more interested in NASCAR now. And um, the country as a whole, they know the name Bubba Wallace. And I think that has a lot to do with, um, you know, MJ. MJ is, <laughs> is a big part of it. I mean, he's been in the, he's been in the, you know, been in the news for lots of stuff. But yeah, when you've got, Jordan. Everybody knows what Jordan is. They know they they, they know the basketball player. They know the shoes. Um, he's an icon. Yep. And, uh, and now now Bubba Wallace is, is lumped in with with Jordan. So uh, he's a Jordan athlete. And he, I mean, it's going to be great. I'm I'm happy for him, man. He's he's a good person and uh, deserves this. I, I you know, I, I, I find it hard to believe anybody else deserves a, a shot like this other than him. And he's He's one of the good ones, and I, I'm I'm hoping to see him do some really good stuff. How many years until there's a second car here with Denny Hamlin's name on the on the roof? Well, how many years has he got left on his Gibbs contract? I don't know. How many years is is Harrison Burton got left in the Xfinity series? Uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> I think Harrison Burton might be destined for that eleven car. So yeah, HB is coming uh, for somebody's seat, and nope. it's either Truex or Hamlin. So yeah. Uh, or let you know maybe KFB does uh, bring his team up eventually down the road. I don't know. I mean, we've talked about that in the past, but I I'm surprised that Hamlin has a team before KFB went to Cup. But, I'm not, uh, man. I think I still say Kyle learned his lesson in the Xfinity series. Yeah, he took his lumps in that Xfinity <clears throat> series, boy. Yep. So yeah, this is yeah this has got Denny Hamlin's retirement written all over it. Whether he brings FedEx with him someday or not, or whether whatever that looks like, I mean, it's going to stay in the Joe Gibbs family. So. Yeah, we'll see. This is like uh, what Hamlin's doing right here. It's just what Tony Stewart did 10 years ago or whatever. How long? Oh, it's more than 10 years ago now. 11, 12. Yeah. Um, You know, Michael Jordan's fronting all this cash and Denny gets to slap his name on the team. Yep. The only difference is Denny's not driving the car right now, but not right now, but he will be. Yep. Yep. If he didn't have the contract with JGR, he'd be over there. So yeah, he'll he'll be driving for this team someday. Someday. Yeah. Maybe not a year. Maybe not a year from now. Maybe two. I don't know. I mean, we'll it's see. a ni- it's a nice backup plan for Denny if if JGR sends him packing. He's got a place to go. <laughs> yeah, so. I don't know why you would send him packing, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a good I mean, relationship. I, the, it, JGR. I mean, one bad season's all it's going to take at JGR. Yeah. Yeah. One bad Burton. year, they send you. 
Well, and Harrison Burton's going to be a nice, affordable option yeah, for, who, for them. I mean, who knows? Maybe with this affiliation deal, maybe Harrison gets a start in, in 2311 and then moves maybe. into Hamlin's spot down the road. Who knows? Who knows? Possibly. Lots well, of options you, here. There's not a lot of room at the end at TRD, right, Eric? Yeah, well, um, speaking of that, <laughs> uh, TRD responded to Tony Stewart, James. So uh, good. David Wilson, president of TRD. Uh, defended his company. Uh, NBC Sports has the article. I'm going to read through the whole quote because it's pretty good. Um, let's see. Here's what I'll say, and I'll keep it brief because I could go on forever on this topic. Number one, we're delighted that Ford has made the decision to invest in driver development. I am certainly not going to judge their model or critique it. I'm just glad they're here. They're there because it's a win for the industry and a win for you know all the PR speak. I'm quite comfortable. We are committed to the program, the investments that we've made. We have never held back a driver that's been in our program and has wanted to do something else or drive someone else's car. Never. And we have get, we've given drivers the opportunity that they would not have had. <clears throat> Christopher Bell would not be sitting in the 20 car next season. Uh, one of the best teams in the entire sport were it not for Toyota, Eric Jones, Daniel Suarez. They're sitting on national championships in NASCAR largely as a function of the relationship that we have and the help that we have provided these young kids so as I said earlier, certainly one of the motivations for us to expand our footprint in the Cup Garage and partner with Denny and Michael, Denny Hamlin, Michael Jordan, is over time to add some seats for some of these young kids. Someone asked earlier a question, and I'll speak very plainly. We don't have anybody right now that is ready to go in a Cup car in terms of our young kids. The other thing I'll just remind everybody is most of these young kids who look like rock stars at 13 are never going to sit in a NASCAR Cup car. Never. The ladder narrows, the higher you climb it. It becomes more competitive, as Denny referenced earlier, the jump between Xfinity and Cup. It is immense. It is immense. Most kids are not going to make it. Having said that, what I'm most proud of is that every one of these young people that we have a relationship with, we have a relationship with, and we have the relationship with their families. We treat them with respect. They are not a commodity. They are not indentured servants. That's just our culture. We're excited to have some extra seats down the road when we have some folks that earn their way into an opportunity. Good Lord. <laughs> oh, you Tony Stewart fanboy, for God's sakes. You know, I'll give him this. There's been guys that have been in the Toyota pipeline that have, have left it. I mean, yeah. I, I don't, if you were in Eric Jones's position coming up, would you have left Toyota? I mean, you've got a, got everything and yeah, it fell apart. Um, but you know, Bubba Wallace took the, took the decision to move. They let him go. You know, yep. um, and brought him back. It's yeah. coming back. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, Kyle so, Larson was the Toyota guy. They let him go. Yeah, wasn't William Byron was too? Wasn't he in any run for Kyle? Yeah, William Byron drove for Kyle Busch. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, Noah, Noah Gregson. Yeah, Noah Gregson. So I, I, I don't disagree with him. I mean, these guys, they, if it's, it's kind of like. So let me, let me give you an example here. My boys right now are playing hockey as you know, eight year old kids. Uh, one of my kids wants to be a goalie, and I've explained to him, you know, that you're. You're trying to get into a position that there are, you know, however many teams in the NHL, they each have one goalie that they start generally and one guy that sits on the bench. you got two opportunities to make a team. There's a lot fewer opportunities there, but you still take that chance because you have a chance to be great in that position, and that's the same thing here. You either take the shot with Toyota and, and know what you're getting into as you get into it, that, the, that if you don't perform, you're getting the boot, or you go race for somebody else and – Yep. These guys have the decision to make. It's it's their choice, and I I mean, I don't I, I, I don't want to bash any of the manufacturers in the sport. I'm glad the one with the ones we have. I wish we had some more. Yeah, me too. And, and I will just add to that Toyota doesn't. It's not an equal opportunity at Toyota. I we we better make sure we say that because 
Uh, Eric Jones didn't get what Chris Bell got right on the way on the way up. It's a different financial ball game. Yeah. Um, Chris Bell is the most expensive development driver in the history of NASCAR. Right. I mean, millions and millions of dollars. That's why he's getting the 20 seat. It's not strictly based on performance. It's it's the investment. And unfortunately, at Joe Gibbs Racing, you've got an all star lineup. You got to bring the next guy up and somebody's got to go. Well, and I'll still argue against Tony in that I think Ford's done a kind of a not a great job of bringing up development drivers over the years versus Toyota. Toyota's done a great job with it and they've had butts to fill the seats. And, you know, Ford's in a good position this year. They've got Chase Briscoe coming up. They've got Austin Sindrick. They've actually done a good job for right now. But prior to yeah. that, they weren't. Their no, development Ford's. their development program was Roush. What did that get them? It got them Ricky yeah. Stenhouse Jr. It got them Trevor Bain. I mean, it got them. Well, listen, man. Brad Kozlowski is a Chevy transplant. Yeah. Joey Logano is a Toyota transplant. Yep. They're racing for a championship on Sunday. Yeah. That's what you. That's all you need to know. Now, yeah, the. That's true. Stuart Haas is starting to fill up with some Ford guys, yeah. but I mean, yeah, but I mean, we, we learned from Chase Briscoe just how close that that Stuart Haas ride in the Xfinity Series was to going away. Yeah. So, I, I mean, where's the development there Ford, jump in there, give them some funding so that they can yeah. continue to develop more than one car. I understand. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I mean, I'd We're... love to see Stuart Haas have a major presence in the in the Xfinity Series. I'd love to see shoot. There's yep. no Fords in the Xfinity Series. Yep, it's damn expensive. Yeah, so. All right, uh, is that it for the news? I think so, bud. Yep. All right, all right. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk picks. We'll run through the race picks really quick first, James. Um, okay. So you had Kevin Harvick as your pick uh, for Texas. You got a point there over my Chase Elliott, uh, but I picked Ryan Blaney over your Tyler Reddick and got a point. So we were even there, right? Got the, got the K on Reddick, yes. And then, uh, yeah, you did. <clears throat> and then at Martinsville, uh, you picked Denny Hamlin over my Martin Truex, which Truex was looking pretty good there for a while. He was, yep. Uh, but I pl- picked uh, Clint Boyer over Matt DiBenedetto. So where we're at, we are 45 to 36. I'm leading after 35 races, which means technically I would clinch. You did. You clinched in Texas, technically. Yeah, but uh, but I'm throwing a wrench into the things here. So what we're going to do here for the championship, um, final race, each win is worth five points. So if you get the win, you get five points. Now, let me be clear, James. You only get a point. If they, if you beat the other person, you only get five points if they win. Win, yes. So yes. I understood. Understood. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the only way that you could actually beat me is to pick the same guy as the championship driver and the race winner. Because what we're going to do is we're going to pick the champion, and we're going to pick the race winner. Boxing in, man. You're yeah. So you have in. to make one pick if you're going to do this. Um, and based on that, I will let you pick first for both instead of just you're gonna allow me a chance to catch up. I'm going to allow you a chance to catch up. And then if you win, I'm going to hold it, hold it against you for all eternity. All right. Well, next year, we're going to come up with a better system. But James gets the first pick. Who's your pick for the champion, James? And I'm assuming he's going to be your race winner, too. Yeah, I'm going to have to. So I've been really hemming and (laughs) hawing a little bit. I'm excited about this because I think I know where you're going. Yeah, I'm going to go with what my gut says. And my gut initially was Joey Logano, and I'm going to stick with it. Wow, okay. Although I like, I really, I'm starting to really like Brad Keselowski. And you're picking um, him as your race winner then too? I'm going to have, yeah, I have, you're boxing me in, okay. so I'm going to have to take Joey both ways. Yep. That puts me in a tough position because I thought you were going to go with Brad, and so I had my backup over Brad. So you just got to get one right. Either yeah, way. I just have yeah. to get one right. So you can, you can, so you've got a chance to spread it out. I am going to spread it out actually, but I'm not doing it for that reason. Um, I'm going to pick, I'm going to go with my, my gut and my original pick, and I'm going to go Denny Hamlin as the 2020 champion. 
Wow. Okay. And probably a mistake because it's probably going to be Brad. And my race winner <laughs> is going to be Kevin Harvick. Because Ooh. I think Kevin Harvick will do the same thing he did when he got penalized um, for the rear window and then went to Phoenix and won. I think he's going to stick it to everybody and go and dominate this race and win it. Yep. And uh, there you go. Yeah, wow. There you go. Okay. Um, so let's talk about the final four, James. Uh, again, Joey Logano, Denny Hamlin, Chase Elliott, and uh, who's the other guy? Logano, <laughs> <laughs> Elliott, Hamlin, and Keselowski. There we go. Jesus. Um, those are our guys. Um, you're going Joey Logano. What's your, your gut, though? I mean, you think it's going to be Joey or you think Brad's I've, Yeah, I really liked the fact that Joey won early and going into Phoenix. He's got all this time, and he's got he's won the last race there, and this Penske team seems to be really good with this package. Um, I just think it lines up really nicely for Joey. Uh, but Brad getting in has caused me caused me some pause. Right. Um, and I know Joey Logano is the least popular pick. I I'm not I'm not dumb. Is <laughs> there not, is not there anybody happy. is there anybody that you'd be disappointed out of this final four? Ah, uh, man, no, no. I, I mean, is Lugano there anybody here that doesn't deserve it? This no, year? they all they all deserve it. No, they all deserve it. Because I I, I pulled it up and I looked at it. <clears throat> we put a lot of emphasis on winning now. Yeah. Um. With this with this current system. So Brad Keselowski four wins on the season. Good Ch- year. Chase Elliott four wins on the season. Joey Logano three wins on the season. Denny Hamlin seven wins on the season. So Denny is your would be your favorite based on that. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Denny is the favorite coming into this race. I I, I agree with you that I think Denny is going to Denny's team is going to do what Denny's team does and they're going to choke in this race. <laughs> it's been um, a theme. Either yeah. Denny will or his team will. Um, they'll, you know, they'll slap a giant piece of uh, tape on the front of the car or something. It's one of two things here, Eric. They're either going to choke or it's time. It's time yeah. to win one because I, I just they're, they're not going to meddle their way around there. It's it's one of the two. I think one of the two outcomes is going to happen for them. This is the guy I'm cheering for to win just because I would like, you know, love or you hate Denny. One. I, you know, I'm I'm. I'm tipsy with Denny. I don't know. Some days I really love Denny. Some days I really just can't stand him. Um, but, you know, the legacy that he's got in NASCAR, he, he deserves to have a title. You know, he, he, that's the only thing left in his resume is a, is a championship. The only thing he doesn't have, yep. yep. Um, and, and obviously it's winding down on his career, so he's, he's running out of chances to get it. So I want to see Denny Hamlin win the championship. Yeah. Um, that being said, my other sentimental favorite is Chase Elliott, partially because it'd be nice to see Chevy get a championship going to shake it up really big time i just you know and we talked about chase as an elite driver now i just don't think he's i don't think he's done enough to really like deserve the title i think he's the long (laughs) he's the longest shot here i think uh, he's the young kid you know he's he's the one you expect to choke going into this but i don't know they just proved this weekend that they can win in a clutch situation finally so maybe you know what eric Chase Elliott ain't scared yeah. of anybody. No, he's and not. That team, that team ain't scared of anybody either. He's cool either. as ice, man. He doesn't get nervous at all. Yeah, so that scares me a little bit. I think I think he is the longest <laughs> shot here, though. I don't. Um, I agree. I don't. I you know if we're if we're dividing this up at a hundred percent, I'm giving Chase like ten. Um, and I'm splitting the I'm splitting the Penske's. I don't know where we're splitting them, but they, it's that Penske team is going to be so tough with two horses in this race. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I think, yeah, but maybe, uh, maybe they get in each other's way. Maybe the fact that that the team doesn't have just one guy to focus on 
causes a problem. Yep. So yeah. I think what's the what the best thing about this is is all four of these guys are really good at this track. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be I yeah, mean, it's, it's got a chance. I don't know. Yeah, Chase doesn't I don't does Chase have a win here? I don't know. He doesn't have a win here. But he's run but, really well here. Yeah, unless he's won in the Xfinity series, but I can look that up. Yeah. But if you filibuster for me, I can definitely find I, out. I know him. he's run really well here and, and you know, he he screwed Denny up a couple years ago and um you know, Chase has been strong at this track. He's had really good runs here. So I know that he will be competitive. Um, yeah. Again, I, I agree. I think he's the long shot of the four, but I think, did I, did I filibuster long enough? I'm not good at this. Well, I stumbled across Casey Elliott. I did not know <laughs> that there was such a thing as a Casey Elliott. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> so I was like, Hey, there's Chase Elliott. No, it's Casey Elliott. I have a really tough time though, James, between Joey and Brad as to which one really is the favorite. Yeah, I really, I think for me, I Joey would... just hasn't done enough lately, but he has, he just, he just won a couple weeks ago and yeah. I and know like it. you said, he I won here it. earlier this season. So I don't know, man. Yeah, I know. I, I want <coughs> my sentimental favorite. I do like, I want to see Brad maybe get this one. If I had to pick between any of these guys, we got to cheer for the Michigan um, but, boy, man. Yeah. Michigan guy. That's right. Um, but I'm, I'm scared of Joey. Yeah. He's just arrogant enough and doesn't give a dang about anybody to you know go out there and steal this dang thing so yeah i i'm um, with you though there is not a single driver here that i feel doesn't deserve it and there's not a single driver here that i'm gonna go oh man they want it yeah i know yeah this is good either way we're gonna get a you know it's a, a good, nice uh, strong final four i like this final four yeah there's no heavy favorite because Har- with harvick being out there's yep. you know if harvick was coming in here i don't even know if i'd pick him honestly over chaser brad um but uh, oh, I'd you pick know. Harvick if I well, obviously I picked him to win the race. I'd pick him for the championship if I could. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just man, that, the Penske guys. I just there's something with this rules package. It's true. Um, and they, and they, you like it's you said, true. But guess they, guess who finished second at New Hampshire? Joey, Denny, Denny Hamlin. Hamlin. <laughs> so yeah, I know, and he yeah, ran no, really he, well all day. Yeah, it's all on the line for Denny Hamlin. I mean, <laughs> yep. this is this is you know, honestly, this is Denny Hamlin's championship. It is. Um, you know, I, I just think it's it has Penske. Been all I think season. it's Penske's to lose. Um, and with Harvick eliminated, this is Denny Hamlin's championship to to go get. But yep. I, I just think it's Penske's to lose. I think they're the favorites. I agree. Either one you pick. Either one you pick. I'll I'll say Joey does it, and that's not going to be popular. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. Um, not that I'm rooting for him. Don't but I apologize just, to me. I love Joey. I know something about <laughs> Joey scares me enough that he's gonna he's gonna pull this off. Yeah. And and it's really gonna tick everybody off. <laughs> Yeah, what do you think? Brad Keselowski's lead and Joey Logano's behind him going into the final turn. Oh, man. Does Joey, does Joey, <laughs> Are we going to keep doing that? It's going to be the new thing. If, if Joey Logano is in Kevin Harvick's position at, yeah. Hey, jo- Eric, do you remember what we said? Uh, Joey's wrecking Brad to win this championship, oh, right? Oh, for sure. He doesn't care. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't care. For sure. Remember when we said that Brad got the short end of the stick on the crew chief swap at uh, Penske with Bollins? Yeah. And uh, look at that. him now, racing for a championship. But Paul Wolf on the box, he's got a title yep. for Joey. Uh, he, he won a title with Brad, so um, yeah, that's interesting. It's gonna be a fun so, race. Yeah, this is good. I'm looking forward to it. Did you did you find that Chase Elliott stat, or did you give up? Yeah, no, uh, no <laughs> wins at Phoenix. Okay, no wins at Phoenix. All right, yep, we're good. <laughs> um, fantasy league probably don't need to talk about that because some loser won this week, right? I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Where are you at on that? Where are you at now in the standings? Uh, well, I'm pretty much locked into third. I, okay. there, there's no more room for me. <clears throat> Where are you in the playoff uh, standings? Are you ahead of Todd? I am ahead of Todd. Nice. I have one week to go, and I can lord it over him the entire offseason if I can do it. I'm Good. holding on to a – let me see here. 
uh, it is a one one hundred. Oh, excuse me, Jesus, Pete's one thousand six seventy nine to one thousand six twenty five. So nice. that's how close it is. Um, Eric, you are you're not that far off. I mean, you're you're eighty points behind me. So well, you I could still I had two bad weeks here. They, yeah, they overall, um, overall, Todd's pretty much clinched. He's 100, almost 130 ahead of Ranger. Then I'm third, and it's not even close. But uh, Eric, you could leapfrog to fourth. You're only, uh, you're only 70 points out of fourth place. So nice. uh, you have a good weekend here. You're good. But yeah, I did win um, this one, and Todd was right behind me. Then Ranger was third, but it's too little, too late. It looks like Todd's gonna win the whole dang thing. Yeah. So yeah, we'll go. just ban him from it next year. Yep. Sounds good. Sounds like a plan. Yep. Uh, James, you got any shout outs today? Uh, my buddy Derek. I uh, had a good conversation with him on Twitter about the whole Kevin Harvick thing, and it was a really good back and forth. Um, and uh, just I, I appreciate that. It was kind of cool. He was reaching out, and he was showing me some some of the NASCAR swag he's picking up. Um, so that was just kind of a good conversation, man. I, I enjoyed the Twitter banter going back and forth. Really that, cool. That's the one that got the sheet metal? He got the sheet metal, Jimmy Johnson. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he'll be sharing that on social media, he said. But, uh, yeah, he uh, sent me some cool pictures, and we just kind of got talking NASCAR, and that's one of my favorite things. That's why I do this podcast. Yeah. So um, just a lot of fun. A lot of, I mean, a lot of good conversation about the Kevin Harvick deal this week, which was, uh, you know, I think really good. And yeah. even though some people annoy me, uh, <laughs> not you, not you. <laughs> right. But, uh, no, it was it was good, man. No, he's, he's a good dude. Yeah, I want to get in that sheet metal deal, but. I don't know. That's that's a no, can of it. it's a can of worms I don't want to get into, especially no, because man. that stuff's garbage. I mean, it's it's just like the tires that they sell at the track for twenty five bucks a pop or fifty <gasps> bucks a pop. It's garbage. Yeah, the tire, it's stuff that's the, going in the dumpster, but us idiots are going to go out there and spend a bunch of money on it. And NASCAR was, fans know, man. NASCAR they, fans know. They had a they had a I forget it. I think it was a Dale Junior or a, a Jimmy Johnson the name from above the door on Hendrick's website for sale. It was like five hundred bucks, and it's like. No way. No way. I'll get, I could get some cool die cast cars for that. And yeah, for sure. You know, at least then I could play with them. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing I don't have from smoke is, uh, I don't have sheet metal. Hmm. I'm trying to think if I even ever did. The only thing I, I mean, I have a chunk of, of Daytona international speedway, so that's yeah. kind of close, um, from when they did the repave. Right. But, uh, no, 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 uh, no sheet metal for me. I don't have any I've, of that I've stuff. got, I've got a bag of Kyle Larson's burnout from yeah. uh, when he won Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I brought home some confetti from Kentucky, oh, I think it was, yeah. and then it just it didn't keep, so I threw that out. Yeah. Uh, I've got some lug nuts from Pit Road. That's it. I don't know who yep. they are. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh but yeah, I don't yeah. know. So um I my shout out real quick, uh Baron Speedway, we've talked about him plenty of times on the podcast. Um yep. he'll enjoy getting another shout out. He got a new camera and he's got some just cool shots from his track. Um, nice, nice bokeh. If you know, photography stuff, um, just looks really cool. So it looks yeah. like you're there. It's pretty neat. So that dude is uh, getting good. Yeah. It's some good stuff. And he also clued me in on another uh, guy that's building a replica track or a, a miniature yeah. track like that. So I love following Baron just to see all the other people that are doing it. Cause I've, I've always stuck at finding them, but I found several through him. So, 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Baron Speedway, if you guys haven't checked him out on Instagram he's, or Facebook or Twitter, I don't know if he's on Facebook. He's on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, he's on Twitter and Instagram, and he's getting popular in the NASCAR community. I see Elijah Burke um, liking a lot of his stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, he's running those running in those circles now. Yeah, there'll be a time soon when he doesn't remember who we are anymore because he's a big shot. <laughs> he's tooling around with all the NASCAR teams and stuff. I remember so. being in that one fantasy league that, yep. that, one, that one time. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, James, where can they find you on social media if they want to chat with you about Phoenix? Ah, uh, at James Cush on Twitter. You can find me at T Super Speedway on Twitter. Our podcast is on Facebook at facebook.com slash the super speedway. Just a heads up if we have any show announcements, that's where we put them is on Facebook as we announced last week uh, that we wouldn't be doing the podcast. So if you wanna wanna subscribe there, follow along there, that's where you'll find out what's going on in the show. We don't post a whole lot on there, but uh, when we do, that's where you'll find it. Uh, you can find us on the web at thesuperspeedway.com. You can find uh, past show notes, links to articles we've discussed in today's episode and past episodes, uh, some old race coverage, photos, uh, all kinds of stuff on there to check it out. You can listen to old podcasts there as well. Uh, you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and SoundCloud, wherever you find us today. We hope you subscribe and continue to listen. As soon as we hit the off season, my hope is to change some stuff up. So the RSS feed might go wonky and stuff, but I'm hoping to maybe get us on a different platform, get us a few more places so you have a little bit more option to, to listen. We can expose uh, ourselves to a little bit more fans. Um, I don't know if that's the right way to word that. Uh, we are not exposing ourselves to anybody, Jeez, just for the record. Um, it all always it always just tanks at the end. I should just stop talking and just, yes, yeah, just yeah. End come the on, show. Ron, come on, Ron. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, um, but anyway, there'll be, probably be some changes coming in the off season. Uh, when we do hit the off season, James and I are going to take a break for a couple of weeks unless some news breaks. But we will we'll stick around here and be here with you a bunch during the off season as well. Uh, we won't go away completely. So uh, if you want to help out the show and uh, help us get to the track when we are once a lot, once again allowed to go to the track, uh, you can b- become a patron at patreon.com slash the super speedway. It feels like it's been forever. Uh, we had the craziest 2020 with a giant gap in the middle thanks to COVID. Didn't look like we were going to get a full season in, and now we are. We have one race to go to finish the Cup Series schedule for 2020. We will crown a champion next weekend in Phoenix, we will be back next week to discuss the final four, the final race of the year, and uh, congratulate the 2020 NASCAR champion. Until then, everybody, let's go racing. Uh-huh.